Welcome back to Call Some Action. Today we are with Buffalo women's soccer player Hannah Callahan. Hannah, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Excited to be here. Excited to have you on. Hannah, uh, you guys, uh, right as of right now, when we're on this podcast, uh, September 28th, we're talking to you. You guys are eight and one overall. Uh, you lead a defense um, that has posted six straight shutout. What's working for you guys right now? Uh, why you, why have you been so successful this season? It's your best start since 1999. Yeah, I feel like it's not too much of a complex answer. Like, realistically, we're just having fun with each other. Um, we always kind of pride ourselves on, like, if we're having fun, you know, like, we're going to play our best. So ultimately, we've just created a culture here at UB where it's very uplifting and very supportive, you know, regardless if you're having an off day, you know, there's, we know that there's people that are going to come in and give it all they got. So I guess a lot of it is just like team chemistry and just being as close as we are off the field that directly translates on the field too. So. Yeah. And I know some personal goals or some team goals, I should say, are obviously the championship and things like that, but Personally, I mean, you're coming off two MAC Defensive Player of the Years for both 2021 and 2020. Is that another goal of yours, or what are some other personal goals? To be honest, and I've 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 said this to even like my coaches. Um, I don't personally hold myself to like any specific goals. When I won MAC Defensive Player of the Year, you know, I I completely didn't even expect it. Um, because I feel like if you if you put that pressure on yourself, you know, it kind of takes away from just going out there and having fun. Whereas I feel like it just adds unnecessary stress. Um, I mean, obviously I go out there and my goal is to just be the best teammate I can be, be the best player I can be. But I can confidently say like, I don't start the season and say like, I'm gonna win MAC Defensive Player of the Year, you know, but I would say, I would say personal goals, um, you know, given it's my last and fifth year at UB, um, it's just like leave a mark on the program. You know, obviously that's, that's where the MAC championship comes into play, but you know, I just, I want to be remembered as, you know, a good leader, a good teammate. And that's really all to be honest. It's okay to say your, your goal is to win a MAC championship. Yeah, no, 100% is. <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say it for you. I'll say it for you. <laughs> um, you mentioned your uh, fifth year. You guys have seven, I think. I might be wrong on that. but so we, have, um, so we have six fifth years. Okay. Um, we do have a transfer who is also in her fifth year. But okay. from start to finish, there's six of us. How, there how does – Eight people graduating. Sorry. Gotcha. No, no. How, how does that help you? I mean, you guys have had, um, that's team chemistry. That's, that's a long time with the same number of people. Um, how, how has that helped you? Um, well, like you said, you know, like we do have very deep chemistry. Um, there's a lot of experience there, but I think, I think that just helps because you know, a lot of older girls on the team helps to, you know, let that culture like sit in for like the younger girls. It helps us teach the younger girls. Um, but realistically, I think like just showing our depth and the experience obviously helps a lot. 
that was going to be my next question is just, you know, how, how do you pass down or maybe what are a couple things that you pass down to, to the younger, to the underclassmen um, that are coming into the program to, to make sure that they know it's the UB way. Like what is UB soccer is what I'm getting at here. And what do you try to tell them? And like, look, when you come in here, we need to do this and this and this, cause this is the staple of our program. Yeah. Um, well, I think, on any team, you know, it's easy to find yourself hanging out with the same group of people, you know, and this is more so off of the field where, like I said before, it just translates on the field. Um, so I feel like team, like inclusion, you know, regardless if it's a fifth year senior and a freshman, you know, it's just the matter of getting everyone together and like knowing like, hey, be like inclusive, you know, don't be kind of shut out to other people just because of whatever reasons, you know? So I think that we've just really, ever since I want to say my sophomore year, we've just really highlighted the fact like, hey, we need to be best friends off the field, you know, and we're gonna take it all over on the field, so. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, it can be really challenging too, because obviously you're naturally going to gravitate towards certain people, but um, when it's a family environment, it makes it a lot easier to get a job done. And kind of going back to what you said about the whole personal goals thing, when I started or when I interviewed for the MAC, I just started here, uh, they were like, what's your 10-year plan, five-year plan? And kind of like you said, I feel like I don't set five-year plans or 10-year plans because life changes like that. And so it's like one of those things where I was like, oh, yeah, I find that relatable. But growing up, at what point did you say, hey, I want to play soccer at the collegiate level? Well, I've always known I wanted to play soccer at the collegiate level. Um, I went to a very, very small high school in Rochester, New York. We were actually a class D school and I graduated with 50 other kids and you know, me having a twin sister on the team, we had always talked like we knew soccer was something we always wanted to pursue. But we also knew that like that was something that we wanted to do together. Like we had done it together our entire lives. So I, I, I couldn't tell you the exact moment where I was like, I want to play at the collegiate level. I feel like I've always just kind of knew. Um, but one thing about it was I wanted to go to a big school. Like I wanted to, you know, not see the same faces every single day. I wanted to like meet new people and, but I also wanted to stay close to home. So that was kind of why UB was absolutely perfect for me. Tell me, tell me one thing about Rochester, New York. One thing, garbage plates. What? You know, have you ever heard of a garbage plate? No, Normandy of you. No. Okay, good. I don't, okay. I don't feel like that. <laughs> okay, so I just wanna I just wanna say that people who aren't from Rochester, they hear about a garbage plate and they're like, ew, that's disgusting. Hear me out. So it's mac salad and home fries, but that's like the base, the base layer. And then you have you can pick which you know kind of protein you want on it, but it's two cheeseburgers, ideally. And then there's meat hot sauce, like poured over the top of it. So then you kind of like cut up the burgers and you mix it all together. And that's what, that's what a garbage plate is. And it's fantastic. It's wow. giving me skyline chili vibes, but like New York style. 
So if you ever find yourself in Rochester, get a garbage plate because I eat one, I think on average, probably like once every two and a half weeks because I go back and forth between Buffalo and Rochester. But we're known for them and they're just, they're really good. So where where's the best? So if I ever find myself in Rochester, which I actually, uh, no, I don't think I've been, I've driven through. So if I ever stop through Roger, where's the best place to get one of these garbage plates? So recently my father and my cousin and my dad's cousin just recently opened a bar in Rochester. It's called the Tabit Bar and Grill. And that is the best place to get one. Good answer. There we go. <laughs> I, I set you up there. A little bit of advertising. <laughs> <laughs> all right well gar- garbage play add it to the list i i have never i've heard like something like kitchen sink type thing um on a menu somewhere where they pretty much just throw everything into a bowl and that's what you eat which is well, what it sounds like but we have garbage salads in like toledo and it's basically just like lettuce and a bunch of stuff but it's like mushrooms raisins and cheese it's like i don't it's like pretty much everything you would like want to but i've never actually had it because i'm like yeah i don't do mushrooms but never heard of a garbage plate so i'm going i'd go rochester way before toledo if those those are my two options are you gonna be at the game tomorrow in toledo we play we actually leave in 49 minutes to go to toledo (laughs) really that's funny so well tomorrow i'm taking my flex day maybe i should just go check out the game i mean 31 in the country i feel like i need to go check it out we're both we're both in cleveland so our the the mac office is headquartered in cleveland but normandy is from the toledo area oh nice um i want to bring up and you, you bring team chemistry and playing together and everything and i still remember and i'll bring up a brief story like all this kind of i feel starts with coach burke and when you talked to Co- about Coach Burke a little bit, it's still uh, in my mind of how you guys got him to do the, I don't know if you guys did it, but the whole Ted Lasso thing, which is just like tremendous. I don't know if that was a him idea. You can tell me if that was a him, if that was an athletic department, if you guys all, but him like dressing up and going through that whole thing, which is one of the best shows ever. Um, like talk us through that. And then also like how he helps bring that um, whole team chemistry thing together. To be, to be honest, um, we had no part in the Ted Lasso. I don't know if it was his idea or if it was athletics. I would assume it was probably athletics, not to take away from him if that was his idea. <laughs> um, but as far as Coach Burke goes, like, I mean, he grows with us, you know? Like, we have a very open dialogue where, you know, we can go to him with things and then, you know, ad- maybe address issues that, we see like as a team um, and he like really internalizes that and like is really trying to like be better each time something comes up. So I think that's like, that's a huge thing for us obviously is to be able to go to our coach and have an open dialogue and be like, hey, this isn't really working. Like maybe we try this. Um, but like I said, you know, like he's, I, I mean, I feel like I've been here forever now and you know, I see like the changes I've personally made since I came here as a freshman. And I can also see that from him too. Um, Like personally, I don't think, like if we had anybody different on the coaching staff, like it wouldn't nearly be the same experience. And and as a follow-up, how's Coach Berg off the field? Coach Berg off the field. 
um he's he's a very goofy person i think like we're always laughing you know um he is also just very how do i want to say this he's very like personable you know like to him he doesn't look at you as like just a soccer player like he sees you as a human being first so i mean i i personally love that about him a lot um you know where i can sometimes just feel like i can just go talk to him if you know something's up so he's he's a really great person off the field too so before i mean that that plays into everything you're talking about i think if you have a coach that you're able to do those things and you're able to see like him growing you growing and and everything that that clearly helps you guys in the long run so that's you know refreshing yeah. to hear not that i thought anything otherwise uh because he's a cleveland browns and uh, Cavs and I think Indians fan sorry Guardians uh still working on it um but yeah so I I know he's a good guy but that's uh that's that's good to hear yeah this year we actually um he actually hired us like a mindfulness coach um you know like how last year a lot was going on around mental health and athletes like he wanted to just make sure like we kind of had that outlet if we needed um so our mindfulness coach that we've had this year, and she works with both us and the coaches, you know, like it's not just like a player thing. I feel like it's allowed us to really kind of, it's really kind of allowed us to like reflect on some like our inner critic, let's just say that because we've addressed our inner critic a lot. Um, I feel like that's directly been able to help us this season, you know, like a lot of us, feel the same way internally, but sometimes we don't really know how to express it or deal with it. So I feel like it's been, it's helped us a lot to kind of just, you know, know where each other are as people, you know, outside of soccer, because soccer isn't our entire lives. You know, we're dealing with school and, you know, whatever else the case may be. So I feel like that's just kind of allowed to, allowed us to get to know each other better, you know, on a deeper level than, you know, any of us thought you know, was there. So I feel like that's just allowed us to kind of be just more positive, you know, like, cause sometimes people are like, Hey, like, I'm just really going through it right now. So it's just kind of like, Hey, maybe I need to uplift her a little bit more in practice, you know, just it's helped a lot, but it's also helped the coaches too, because, you know, she kind of tells the coaches or talks to the coaches and kind of is like, Hey, this is kind of where the team morale is at. Like, this is, I don't know. It just, it just creates a pathway for a little bit more of like open communication. So I think it's helped us a lot. That's awesome. As when your mental health is in check, it really, really helps round the game out. Grades are better. Life is just a lot better. So, and coaches and everything, they make all the different of difference of the sport. Um, but also kind of going off of that, you mentioned your twin sister, like having her by your side, like how much of that is a help um, for you guys for your past five years? Um, I mean, I feel like it's kind of hard to kind of put into words, you know, how much like having her around has helped me, but you know, obviously she's more than a teammate to me and you know, she's one of my best friends, but like having her around just gives me like kind of that stability, even when I feel like I'm kind of losing it mentally, you know, she's always there to kind of pick me up and, you know, like she knows me like the back of her hand. 
So you guys are gonna make me emotional with that question. <laughs> um, no, but it's it's it wouldn't be anywhere near the same without her. So that's awesome. Growing up, did you like having a twin? Um, to be honest, like I liked it, but we fought a lot, as you can imagine, being younger. Um, but it's also it's also one of those things though, where it's like, we're, we're playing the same sport, you know, we're the same age, everything. So there's a lot of like comparisons, you know what I mean? Um, that makes it a little bit hard sometimes, but I mean, we know it's never personal and like, regardless of what the situation is, like, we're going to be cheering each other on. So. And practices, you're throwing a couple extra elbows her way. Like, <laughs> well, we actually, we're very outgoing like goofy people so you'll typically catch us like laughing with each other forever going at it like one-on-one -on -one. so it's never too serious with us <laughs> you know one thing we like to do on here is find out a little bit about you you know off off the field so what are some things I mean, you've kind of shown a little bit of your personality and talked about what you do with your sister and goofy and all that and I've, you know, garbage plates, but what, what outside of those things, what do you like to do off the field? Um, hmm. I really love to like be outdoors. Um, I love to go hiking around Buffalo. Like there's not too many places to go, but you know, if I'm ever like on vacation or, you know, kind of like out and about like I really love to go hiking long walks like listen to music um I don't know I feel like I haven't done anything like too crazy and fun in a while because soccer started up but and it's just taken away all my time but I also love to like go out to eat with friends like I'm a very social person I love to like go out to eat um watch movies I'm binging One Tree Hill right now again so <laughs> Well, never seen that. Probably won't. I watched like two seasons and then I just couldn't fully get into it. But everyone was like talking about it. I did the same thing with Gossip Girl. Yeah. Like, I mean, watching it back again now, like it's definitely like, oh, that's a bit cringy. But <laughs> no, nah, I love it. And I love watching TV. So I also. Like, is there I, any like newer show? Like, is well, it one, like really old? I don't know. Like as um, me. There's comfort shows, Jeremy, that people have to watch when it comes fall. My well, I know. I read Hannah's di or uh, her bio, like vi Vampire Diaries is on there and stuff. So that's yes. Yeah, to be, well, okay, to be fair, I also wrote that when I was like 17. But, oh, okay. <laughs> but, I, but I still to this day watch NCIS. Like you will catch me watching NCIS on Netflix. So there we go are you a um, criminal minds fan too mm, not as big as ncis i'm a huge like denozo gibbs type of gal so my loyalty lies with them okay now when it comes to food and going out to eat you obviously mentioned garbage plates but are you a buffalo wings fan um to be honest no like i love to have the occasional wing like i love chicken wings but I feel like I have to kind of be in the mood for them. I'm more of like a, an Italian girl. Like I love to just go eat the biggest bowl of pasta. So felt that felt that in my soul. 
what about um another thing i read and again this might be old but uh you know uh who are some uh soccer players men or women uh that you look up to uh that you've like enjoyed watching that you really try to um model your game after or just you know big fans of see this is this is kind of a tricky question because i'm somebody who doesn't really watch soccer if i'm honest um I will watch like if, you know, we're in the Olympics or playing in the World Cup. But aside from that, I don't really ever watch professional soccer. Um, I haven't in a, in a long time. I would say when I was younger, I probably looked up to just Alex Morgan the most, um, like you read in my bio. But I don't know. I don't really kind of watch any players. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I went. You know, I feel like. I personally know my capabilities and I just want to be like the best player I can be and kind of like feed off of just like the players that I've played with that kind of influenced me to like want to be better. So realistically, it's not anyone professionally. I think it's just more of like my, my teammates. That's fair. I just started watching soccer like two months ago. So I'm, I'm starting to get really into it. Um, I mean, I've, I've watched Max. I've handled Max soccer for the conference office for uh, a while now. And I love going into the championship and everything, but I've just started watching professional soccer, like in the last two months. And nice. great. The best thing about it is like waking up at like seven o'clock in the morning, seven thirty, or whatever. And yeah. something's on. So that's my favorite part so far. <laughs> Hey, this Sunday, the NFL is in London. That's true. That's true. But now Sunday. I, now I watch like a multiple things cause I'm, I'm enjoying it. And outside of like the world cup and the Olympics, obviously those are like, everyone watches those, but yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I also have never really been too into soccer, but do you have any pro sports teams that you follow being from New York? You guys have quite a few. Are we talking about any sports? Any sports yeah. now? Yes. So obviously the bills. I mean, come on, I'm in Buffalo. Um, but I love say, Josh Allen. Yeah, right. Josh. But I would say probably only the Bills. Like, I'm not going to stay here and lie and say that I watch all these, like, sports teams, but the Bills definitely. That's fair. That's yeah. Fair. And, and Bills Mafia is awesome. It's, it's the greatest. Like, if you guys ever have the opportunity, Bills fans or not, definitely go to a Bills tailgate and go to a game. The Browns are at Buffalo this year. So are the it certainly is a it's a, it's a possibility but <laughs> those two fan bases have you ever gone through a table uh no i no. haven't <laughs> never know you don't know sometimes people surprise you with that you never know if you happen to a show just make sure you bring a winter jacket because it's gonna be cold oh yeah it already is in buffalo yeah no I'm saying it, it, it is here, here yeah it is here well, our here. first mac game um what was it last thursday that was a Mac opener. Yep, yep. It was about like what, 47 degrees. It was freezing. Yeah. It's just going to get, you say you're in Toledo yes. uh, Thursday. Yeah. It's going to be cold again. Just prepare. Yeah. No, I'm, we're ready. We're ready for it. Yesterday we actually practiced in the freezing cold rain. So it was nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. No, I nice. mean, go ahead, Normandy. Oh, I was saying, she was saying like the freezing cold rain. I'm like, in quotation, it was nice. It was miserable, but. Yeah, I mean, but like we pride ourselves on that stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, everyone else would just be like, oh, let's go 
practice inside, but we actually had like the best time ever at practice yesterday and it was pouring rain. They actually ended practice early because of how like well we were playing. They were like, you know, the attitude's high, the quality's there, we're good. Well, Did you get any knee slides during practice? Oh, absolutely not, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will not be doing that in practice. It's fair. Which, uh, I mean, I guess the, the goal, right, is for you guys to host the soccer championship, which would mean you're the regular season champions. So um, that would be what, the start of November. Um, yeah, yep. So I'd be making that trip. Um, so I'll make sure. I mean, it'd, buff, it'd be it'd be, it'd be, yeah. it'd be a cold one. Gonna it's going to be a cold one, but <laughs> that's ultimately the goal. We want to stay home and we want to be able to host it and win it all. Sure. It's going to be a cold one. Bundle up, get a garbage plate. You'll be okay. Yeah. How far is Rochester from Buffalo? How far? So if we're talking approximately, it's about hour, 10 minutes. Okay. That's solid. Because I I believe I'll have to check again. I think women's uh, soccer championship, if this all happens, of course, um, I think it's like a, I think you guys keep the same schedule. Like it's Thursday and there's like two days in between before the championship. So plenty of time plenty of time to get over to Rochester. Uh, I would have, have to have a bar and grill. Don't forget. Uh, yeah, no, I got it. I got it. Wrote it down. I texted, I, I wrote it down just in case I got it. All right. Uh, um, no, Hannah, this was, this was great. Uh, you know, um, congrats to you guys so far with, with the season you guys are having, hopefully that continues for you all. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully all these goals that you've talked about come true for you guys, uh, this year, but had a great time. Uh, getting to know you a little more and uh, you know, best of luck to you. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Hopefully we'll see you uh, early November. Absolutely. Take care.